Welcome to Fit Food Junkies, addicted to health. My name is Emily E, and I'm a certified group fitness instructor and personal trainer. We will not only talk about fitness and nutrition, but also explore how to build a strong mindset, have ultimate motivation, and how to live life to its fullest. Let's start on our health and fitness journey together. I don't know about you, but it took me a really long time to get into my perfect morning routine. And to be honest, it is nowhere near perfect. I'm working on it each day. But I will say that having one sets me up for at least a little bit of success, close as I can get for the day. Now, if you're that kind of person that wakes up and goes straight to work or straight to your computer, well, maybe rethink having a morning routine to be able to start your day off and have some you time and give yourself energy before you give to others. If this sounds like you, well then this is the episode for you. Today, I interview Sage Miller, who just so happens to be one of my best friends. She is a fellow wellness junkie and aspires to become 1% better every day. She is the co-founder of Awaken Agency, along with our other amazing friend, Shay. It is the most incredible company. Now, Sage has the most unique morning routine and makes it a priority for herself to set herself up for success for the rest of her day. It is inspiring. I hope I can get there one day, but I'm really excited for us to learn all the tips and tricks from Sage in her morning routine. One of my individual goals for 2022, I can't believe I'm already saying that, is to have a really great morning routine that I can be consistent with each and every day. So I'm excited to dive into this topic today. Here is Sage Miller. Sage is in LA, I'm in Austin, and I miss her a lot. Tragic. <laughs> tragic, tragic. I feel Zoom the energy. Sage and our other amazing friend, Shay, they are the co-founders of Awaken Agency. So tell us what is Awaken? So Awaken is a health and wellness based influencer and brand management agency. So what we get to do that we are absolutely in love with is we represent influencers or creators, whatever you'd like to call them, who are certified in the health and wellness space. So we exclusively work with people who are certified in their field and really knowledgeable in their niche, whether that be elite yogis, trainers, nutritionists, health coaches, people like that who really are voices of authority for their audience. And then we manage all of their brand partnerships with wellness-based companies. And so on the brand side, we are really committed to vetting those companies and finding wellness-based brands that we believe are really having a positive impact in people's lives. So we end up spending a lot of time reading ingredient labels and trying to understand sustainability efforts and just really asking the hard questions to find those high caliber brands and those just rock star individuals and manage their partnerships and collaborations. That's incredible. If you are a brand out there or a creator and want to work with them, I can say from personal experience, they're the most incredible company I've ever worked with. And, and you, if, if a creator doesn't believe in something, you're like, no, we don't want you to work with them. I mean, <laughs> it's so authentic, uh, really. So I'm so proud of you guys for founding this company and just becoming so successful in your passion mm -hmm. as well. Thank you. Well, we're so honored to get to represent you on the platform. And <laughs> I'm I honored think to be working with you guys. 
And I think truthfully, Shay and I, we always say we really didn't have a lot of passion for traditional influencer marketing in the beginning. So we really had to look at how we wanted to do it differently and what would make it really interesting and exciting and fulfilling for us. And Awaken is really where we landed. So it's just exciting to see it have an impact on people in a positive way and to get to kind of put our own spin on things in a way that feels a lot more fulfilling and exciting. I love that so much. You fulfill me in so many ways. And I look up to Sage so much because, I mean, there's so many, like the list goes on and on. But one of the main things I really admire about her is she's very consistent with her Mm -hmm. daily practice of her health, her wellness, living in moderation, living in balance, and her morning routine, which is something I want to go into depth today because I think it took me a really long time to have a consistent morning routine. And I think Mm -hmm. once you find the little parts of your morning that work for you, you're able to be more productive throughout the day, be more, become more efficient and just kind of feel, um, have more of a fulfilling day. I want to go through all the things, morning routine. If you are someone out there and you wake up and you, let's say you work from home, you wake up and you jump out of bed and you go right to your computer. We are here to change your life. Sage is here to take you and give you the best advice to change your everyday life around. So Sage, I want to ask you about your morning routine. What is something, what are the things that brighten your day up each and every day? Yeah. Well, first off, I just want to say, I'm so excited about this topic. Everyone in my life knows I absolutely geek out on morning routines and I just it's just so impactful. So I'm so excited to be talking about this. And I think what's true and what I really want to emphasize is I do not by any means have a perfect morning routine or do it perfectly every single day. I fall off some days. I'm super on some days. And I think sometimes it can be overwhelming to think we have to really like hit the nail on the head or do it just right. Um, So I just really want to say that it's not the same for me every single morning but I do find that when I commit to giving as much time as I can to having just some solo time and connecting to myself and just setting a foundation for my day, it absolutely hands down impacts my entire day every single time. Um, So I was thinking about some of the things that I will do in the morning that just really fill me up and ignite me. And like I said, it's different every morning, but some of those things might be um, turning on my red light. I have a vital red light that I'm absolutely obsessed with doing a meditation, doing some journaling, doing some, I am statements. Um, I've been really into vision journaling lately, which we can talk more about reading for a few minutes, getting my workout in being out in nature, playing some music, making a warm drink that I love. And so I think what's really important here and that I've really been working on is almost creating like a menu of things that we can choose from. And that's going to look a little different for everyone, obviously. So taking the time to try out different things and see some things aren't going to charge you that charge other people. And some things will be super irrelevant to someone else that just absolutely flood your mind and your body with just this amazing feeling and this groundedness and this connectedness to go out and do your day. Um, So I think it can be so different for everyone, but the trick here is really like 
finding the things that fill you up. And it just takes a little trial to see what that looks like every morning. Um, mm-hmm. and I make my bed, which I think is mm-hmm. something that's very, very underrated because I remember growing up, you know, your mom tells you to make your bed and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to see like no one's gonna come to my room to like why do I need to make my bed and you realize you just feel more put together it's yeah. nice to walk into a room that just feels ready to show and 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 mm-hmm. you clean and cleanliness and just having everything really tidy and neat it, it makes your headspace neat and organized so I yeah. that little change really impacted my entire days um but I want you to I want to start talking about I am statements. Mm-hmm. And that's something that doesn't take long that people can write or journal in the morning. So yeah. what do you do in terms of the I am statements? That's a great question. So this one can feel a little funny at first. And this is something that actually a really good friend of mine who is an incredible artist recommended to me. And I try to keep it free flowing. I have a very analytical brain. So I have a tendency to want to have an exact structure and exact way to do things. But what I've started doing is I'll just write, I am. And then I literally just write anything that I'm calling in any way that I want to see myself, any way that I want to experience the day. So it can be, I'm connected. I'm grounded. I'm vibrant. I'm abundant. I'm clear. I'm blissful. I'm peaceful. Um, anything. And it can even be abstract as well. It can be, you know, things we're calling in later on in life. Sometimes I write like I am an oceanfront property, you know, that's something (laughs) I see and want one day. And so it's really just a moment to pause and call in the things for both who we are and what we're wanting in our world that we really want to embody and simultaneously feel what it feels like to declare those things in the present as if we already are and have all of those things. And that's kind of manifestation 101, but just existing in the reality of who we want to become and what we want to call in as if it is already present um, because it is, even if we're not fully experiencing it yet. Wow. So if I I like how you said, I am ocean from property. So mm-hmm. you're saying to write things down that you dream of, that you envision, that you mm-hmm. want for your life. Maybe you can even write something down that you not, might even not a hundred percent believe about yourself. Like yeah. I am, maybe it's a compliment about yourself. And mm-hmm. it's just something that the more you tell your brain, the more it's going to be open to that idea of it beco- coming into fruition. So that mm-hmm. is a great, great tactic. Yeah. And that's so funny that you say that because That's exactly one of the things I've done with it. I think, you know, being in the first two years of a build of any company, there can be so many highs and lows and so much uncertainty and lack of clarity as to which direction to go. And so one of the ones I find myself writing a lot is just, I am clear, I am guided and just stepping into that clarity and just declaring that like, I know what direction I'm going. I know what I want. I'm clear has really helped me so much. So yeah, I think these are, again, like everything in the morning, it can be light, playful, and just really whatever works for you. Mm. And another thing that I think is so important here is starting small. I know sometimes I can sound just like a little cheesy or overly simplified, but I really feel like with everything that I've wanted to start bringing into my day and my habits, 
when I have this goal of like, okay, I need to be in the gym doing a super hard workout for one hour every single day and like nothing less will do, then if I can't make that happen, then I do nothing. So whenever we have this like zero or hundred mentality, it often doesn't serve us because often we can't show up at a hundred every single time. And so even when I wanted to start meditating in the mornings, I remember it didn't feel realistic for me in a certain period of my life. And I was like, okay, this isn't happening consistently. And when I tell myself I need to meditate for 20 minutes, it doesn't happen, but I can take five deep breaths in the morning and then start my day, you know? And so I think with all of these sort of invitations, again, of like menu items, things that people can try, um, maybe you don't have time to write down 20 I am statements, but maybe you could write one. And, you know, maybe you don't have time to stretch for 20 minutes, but maybe you could stretch for 30 seconds and that would still feel really good. So just kind of giving ourselves permission to scale these things back to the level that feels realistic to begin. And then often we end up finding time and space for them to expand as we see the value. Yeah. And you, you mentioned the breath, which is a very powerful tool, because if you don't have time to meditate, if you have a stressful day, uh, just having the, taking a second to just. Ah, just breathe mm. hear uh-huh. your breath. It, it's, it's just, you feel like you're venting something off of your chest and yeah. it's an amazing feeling. So I think that's a very powerful tool. You also mentioned vision journaling. What is that exactly? Yes. Okay. So this is something that a good friend and I are doing. We are holding each other accountable to doing this every single day for the next 30 days. So this is kind of similar to some of the ideas behind the I am statements, but again, something that I think is so powerful is having a laser like vision as to what we want and where we're going, especially when we are embarking on new endeavors, whether that's a new job, a new company, anything that we're trying, it can feel really tumultuous and overwhelming and just in the process of it all. And so the whole concept here and what we were both really excited about is just writing out our vision of a snapshot of our life in the future and just taking 10 minutes a day to write out, you know, I am living here. My connections and relationships are like this. My business is like this. And I feel this way. I, my day looks like this, just really, again, existing in that as if the reality was your present and having that clarity of vision. And we just always message each other every day saying, this is the best way to start our day. Like just writing down your dreams as if they're existing today and just really having clarity on your vision. It makes the day so much more meaningful because you remember where you're going. It's not like, okay, I'm just going to show up to work. It's like, oh, I'm doing this so that I can create my dreams, which Mm -hmm. I just put the time to remember and hone in on and map out. And it just makes the day so much more special because you remember where you're going and really the value behind all of it and what it means to you. I think you told me one time that you kind of cut out, whether it's, you know, parts of magazines or any photos, putting it on a board, right? So you can kind of envision your future. And I think that's also something powerful that you can make that one day, whether it's by yourself or with friends. Mm -hmm. And then look visually, look at the photos of your dream yeah. each and every day. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because I actually wanted to make a new vision board this upcoming week. And I think that when something becomes a pattern, it's worth looking at with anything in life. And part of my curiosity around vision boards was just that 
some of the most elite mentors and just the most successful people in my life across the board. They're like, oh, you want that car? Cut out a picture, put it in your wallet. Oh, you want this, this, that? Like visualize it every day, see it every day, create the opportunity for it to come closer in your brain. Um, And so I just, after hearing that enough times, I was like, okay, that's gotta be, there's gotta be something to it. Um, But yeah, that's a really big one. And um, another thing I just wanted to speak into that has helped me so much in the mornings that people sometimes laugh at me when I tell them that I do this, but it is a game changer is accountability. And I think often with accountability, we think that okay, well, let's just say if I want to lose weight, right. And I want to lose X pounds. I need to find someone else who wants to lose weight and we need to be on that journey together. And then we can hold each other accountable. But what I've found with accountability in the morning is that all you need is to commit to someone that you care about what time you're going to be out of bed. So I do this almost every night. It's usually my poor little sister. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to text you at X time, let's say whether it's five or five 30 or six. And I just tell her, I'm going to text you at five 30 when I'm out of bed. And she's like, okay. Like (laughs) she's always like, sure. And I know that she very well might not be awake at that time, but it doesn't matter because I know that at some point in her day, she will look at her phone and see what time I had texted her and see if I stayed true to what I said I was going to do. So this Mm -hmm. has been one of the biggest life hacks for me when it comes to just committing to being up at a certain time in the morning and starting my day intentionally, because it's really hard when you're in a dark room and you're in a warm bed and you're tired and you're like, who's really going to know? Okay. Well, I need to commit to someone that I love that I'm going to be up at a certain time or else it doesn't always happen. And it has been, it, that has been life-changing. So that's like step one, I would say to just committing to some Mm -hmm. consistency in terms of the time you're getting out of bed. That is amazing advice. Accountability, amazing advice. Cause yeah, who's going to know? I mean, yes, of Mm -hmm. course, like you want to do it for yourself, but I I really think that's an incredible piece of advice. Hey, you should be careful what you say, because now I'm going to start texting you when I go to bed since I'm trying to go to bed earlier and you're so good at doing that. So (laughs) I would love that. Thanks for me. But no, I think, I think that tool is, it can help you in so many ways more in more ways in your health and wellness journey. Cause I know that I did that with a client one time who was struggling where, listen, of course, moderation and, uh, and to include that in your diet, but she was having a hard time because she would wake up and have too many choices for breakfast, too many choices, mm-hmm. for lunch. like nothing was planned out. So if you right. plan out a salad or plan out something healthy, like you're going to eat it. But if you are, you know, if you have nothing ahead that you're thinking of, and then right then Mm -hmm. and there, you're going to most likely go toward the unhealthy, the unhealthy choice. So she would text me the night before what she would eat for breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner. And yeah, of course it's not going to be perfect. And it's not like we're trying to make the stringent diet. It was just a way to help align her and kind of have some sort of a routine in her diet for the next day in terms of her nutrition. So I think that goes hand in hand with your health and wellness journey that if you have someone that can hold you accountable, going to bed earlier, waking up earlier, nutrition. Yes. That, I think that's, that's great. We should create like a little bot, like great job. <laughs> uh, we should just to respond and be like, got it. Got it's it. So it's so true. And I think this is something that honestly has been the biggest life hack for me in the last year is that I do this now with everything just because I'm learning it's 
so much more impactful for me to feel like I let down someone that I love or someone that who I gave them my word. I'll text friends and be like, Hey, can you ask me if I worked out in two hours? And I just, I know the text is coming. So now I'm at the gym and mm, it's just funny. That's how these cool. It's a cool tool. It's yeah. Just things that it seems funny, but it honestly makes a difference. It just yeah. makes it from question in our brain to just no question. It's happening. Let's go. That's cool. I love that. Well, I want to get some text from you now. Yeah. Oh, you will. Now you will. <laughs> You're going to be on the list. Sorry. <laughs> I'm on the lookout now. And you also mentioned nature. So what is the power of nature and going outside in the morning before you start your day? Oh my gosh. So this one I'm still working on because sometimes when it's cold in the morning and you're bundled, you don't always want to go outside. I would say this is probably one of the most impactful things I've ever committed to in the morning. I think this, I live in a really small studio, as you know, in Santa Monica. And so it, I like my bed is next to my desk and it's not always ideal. There's not a lot of like separation from my work. And so I think that just having a moment to be out in the world and just in nature, I typically don't bring my phone. I'll just go be, I'll try to look at the ocean, you know, whether for you, it's the mountains or the trees or whatever you're close to just going and like staring at nature and just reconnecting to the earth and just remembering like what we're a part of and Mm -hmm. just that we're human beings. It's, I think for me, especially I can get a little bit, um, too kind of like mentally caught up in work where it can feel so big and expansive. And I know a lot of people are struggling with this working from home for right now. So even if you're not in a tiny studio, I think people probably resonate with this feeling of just, it's almost like your work can kind of fill your whole space. And if you're committed to it, it can just really take over. And so just taking that time to remove yourself from that space where all the work happens and just connecting and grounding into the earth and remembering why we're all here. And the bigger picture is really powerful for me. Yeah, I think, and I think if you're listening and right now you're like, well, I don't have time to to go on a long walk and meditate and do my I am statements Mm -hmm. and vision journaling. I think it's do it in small doses, like what Sage said, And I also think if you can't go on a long walk in the morning and maybe you want to do that later on in your day, for me, for example, it's just important, like what you said of how powerful it is to get outside before you start your day, before you really get on your phone. So for me, I might just take one lap outside around my apartment building. I got a little vitamin D, felt that sun, took a couple breaths and was I out for long? No, not at all. Not at all. Later, I would love to go on little walks throughout the day, longer walks later. But for me, that's what I just included a small part of that into my day. And it ended up creating so much power for the rest of yeah. my day. So I think and that's interesting for people to microdose it into their days. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's so funny you say that. And again, like want to be clear, I am not poster child doing all these things perfectly every day at all. Well, that's with- why I look up to you with all these things. Cause I'm like, one day I'll get to wear stages of my, in my morning routine one day. No, don't buy it. It's not perfect. It's far from perfect. It's all a work in progress. But honestly, with the nature thing, I see the same thing. I just commit to myself. I'm like, if I go, I think it's like three blocks from my place. I have this mm-hmm. beautiful view. And so I just commit to that. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go that far. 
And then yeah. usually I'll go further, but I honestly, I always just make my commitments small because I know it's just getting over that first little hump. That's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And what I would actually recommend for people who, if you're just wanting to dabble in this and see what you like, I would map out one thing each morning for the next week and just try that. Maybe it's like a 10 minute commitment where, okay, Monday, I'm going to get out into nature for 10 minutes and then do my work day. Tuesday, I'm going to try just breathing and meditating for 10 minutes. Wednesday, I'm going to try journaling for 10 minutes. And then at the end of the week, just take inventory and look back and be like, what day, what morning felt the most meaningful and impactful? And maybe that's your thing. You know, maybe that's your perfect thing. And it just takes a little trial and error and some sampling to really see what has value. Because again, I've made the mistake of forcing things into my morning that really worked well for other people that then did not work well for me. So mm-hmm. it's all about really what, what works for you. And going back to what you said about the menu, when you go out to dinner, like, are you going to get one entree or a bunch of entrees? So it's like, start with that one entree, that one piece that you add into your day that you order and see if it works for you. And don't try to do the entire menu in one morning, spice yeah. it up little by little, see what works for you, take things out, add things in. So that yes. is, yeah, that's really great advice. Nature, we talked about nature, so powerful. Vision journaling, I am statements. You also mentioned red lights. Yes. What, what, tell us about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. We'll see if I can make my good friend and the founder of Vital proud. I am definitely not an expert on red light, but my understanding of it is that it essentially help support our body's circadian rhythms by mimicking either the sunrise or the sunset based on when we are turning it on. So the concept behind it is that it, I mean, it supports a lot of different things. It boosts collagen and all these wonderful things in our body. But I find that if I turn on my red light for 10 minutes in the morning and just sit in front of it and breathe, I feel so much more energized and elevated. And what's really cool about this is that also at night, if I just turn it on for 10 minutes and just breathe, then it helps me really wind down. So it's basically been designed in such a way where depending on when you have the red light shining on you, whether it's morning or night, your body's either going to interpret it as the sunset or the sunrise. So in the morning, it's really energizing for me, especially when I do early mornings, especially when it's just like pitch black out, it just fills me with this bright, bright light that then gives me so much energy. And I feel just like suddenly like it's daytime and I'm just doing life. And then in the evening, it actually supports melatonin production in your body and basically mimics the feelings of the sunset, which then helps your body start to wind down as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I've been hearing so much about red light therapy and how great it is for you and your circadian rhythm. That is so interesting. I think even like meditating in front of it, two and one. Mm -hmm. That is really cool too. Going into meditation, how long do you meditate for in the mornings? Mm, That's a great question. I typically, so what I really like about the red light is it just has a 10 minute timer. So it's nice. I can just turn it on and just breathe. And then as soon as it turns off, then I know it's been 10 minutes. So I typically do about 10 minutes. I'm experimenting with um, Zendo meditation right now, which you told me about, which I'm absolutely loving. And that's a 20 minute meditation experience. So I'm still trialing right now and seeing what works for me, but I would say about 10 to 20 minutes right now feels really good. And do you listen to a meditation or do you just close your eyes and breathe and focus? Good question. So 
again, definitely still refining my meditation practice. Right. Some mornings I'll just breathe and some mornings I'll put on a guided meditation. I love Tara Brock. I don't know if you know her, but mm-hmm. she has a website with just tons of free, amazing meditations. So sometimes I'll just turn one of hers on and be guided. Or sometimes if I feel like I just really need to reconnect to myself and just kind of like ground in, then I'll just keep it silent and just be still and just breathe. There's so many cool tools, meditation. Yeah. Out of all of the tools and tactics that we talked about in your morning routine, if you had to pick one that mm-hmm. everyone should do, regardless of what they have going on that day, which would the one important, most important one be? This is such a good question. Okay. So again, it's different for everyone, but I would say the non-negotiable for me actually is something that I didn't really even fully talk about is just like setting the, setting my sanctuary for the day and setting the environment. Mm -hmm. So typically I'll turn on some music and I'll make like a really warm drink, whether it's coffee and like add all my fun potions and powders and all the fun things. So I would honestly say that is the thing that's the non-negotiable for me is the music, my warm drink. Um, It's just like creating an environment that is calming and grounding. And then I'll layer in whatever is feeling good to me that morning. But it's really about like creating a calm, grounded space and just existing in that space for a little bit of time. Yeah, like having your me time before you give energy to others, which is something that Sage told me that I needed to do more before this call, how important it is to give energy to yourself before you give energy to others. And that's powerful. And I think that, again, like I mentioned in the beginning, so many people jump out of bed, go straight to work, check their emails, everything. If you don't have time to do anything that we talked about today, at least like what Sage said, put on some music, take a couple breaths, set intentions for your day, for Mm -hmm. yourself before you get on to all of your tasks for the day. Yes. And one more thing that has really changed the game for me, I'm not a parent, so I understand if this doesn't work for everyone, but, and I I do break this sometimes and it doesn't go well when I break it. So another huge non-negotiable that I'm working on is not looking at notifications until I've done my morning routine. And again, I understand it can be different for everyone because I feel comfortable right now in my life where I'll put my phone on airplane mode when I go to bed and I'll wait to take it off airplane mode until I finish my morning routine or even putting it on do not disturb. And some mornings I'll cheat and I'll be like, oh, I could just like check one or two things. And I always, you get sucked in because there are so many things we're being notified about. So that's just one other thing. If you can bear it, just try. I promise you'll become addicted to it. Not looking at your notifications until you've taken, again, it could be five minutes with yourself. It could be 10, but just waiting until after that to start the chaos and the play of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really great advice. That's something I need to do. Cause the first thing I wake up, I'm like thinking about work and emails mm-hmm. and putting my energy into other things where the energy should be in yourself first. And, and if you, if you are a person that thinks you don't have time for that, like I would say many times, I try my best to set the intention and make it, I really try to wake up earlier you, and you mm-hmm. might think, okay, well then I'm going to lose 30 minutes of sleep. So I think you have to see where your priorities are. It's like, yeah, yeah. wake up 30 minutes to an hour earlier, whatever, how, however long it works for you maybe go to bed earlier to wake up a little bit earlier to still get the adequate amount of sleep that you need. But it is so powerful. Those 30 minutes or even like 20, 10 minutes 
just setting some space of time before, before you start your work for you and only you is something that's going to change your entire day. Could not have said it better. Yeah. And in terms of, I just want to throw this out there. Someone told me about this. Some people's alarms sound, I, I honestly, I, I get a heart attack. I used to get a heart attack yeah. from my alarm waking up. I'm like, literally you wake up like yeah. you're coming out of, like coming from back from the dead. Yes. And you haven't done this yet. And if you have an iPhone, you can set this up. I don't, I don't know if you use this Sage, but it's like the sleep part on your alarm. You can re- put the range of when you go to bed when you yep, yep. wake up and it wakes you up really softly. Yes. And I don't get heart attacks in the morning anymore. That so. is so you say that because I was at a friend's house the other night and we woke up super early the next morning and her alarm was like blaring, like so loud. And I like jumped out of bed. I was so startled. And I realized that it is kind of unique that like what you and I do is that like people always tease me when they sleep over here. Like my little sister came to visit. She's like, your alarm. It's like, little wind chime slowly getting louder (laughs) yeah first think about your alarm you right away you wake up your cortisol is high your stress is high you check your phone stress continuously is high you start work oh my gosh you're starting your day before you even fully open your eyes your cortisol levels are through the roof exactly that can lead to inflammation that can lead to weight gain it can lead to stress in so many areas of your life so these little tips and tricks can have a yeah. huge effect. It's so well said. And I always try to do my like litmus test with myself is I know I've done my morning right. If by the time that I sit down and open my computer, I'm like, let's go. Like, come let's at go, me baby. Life. Yes. Anything. I'm You're ready. Trapped. I am like, my mind is like steel. Like, I just feel amazing. I always know. And it just, it, is my foundation for my day mentally. And it changes everything. Mm, It's beautiful. Well, I hope we can all have the morning routine that Sage has one day, but if you took anything, (laughs) anything from this, like what she said, have a menu, try one thing this week, try a new thing the next week and see what works for you. Yeah. And message me. I want to hear what works for people, what they like, what they don't like, things we didn't talk about that people are loving. I would be so curious to hear how it goes for people and what they experience. Sage, how can people connect with you? Yes. So Instagram, I guess, has become the easiest way. Um, My handle is life by Sage with periods in between the words. And I would, yeah, just be so excited to continue this conversation. Like I said, I geek out on it so I could talk about it all day and just to hear what works for people and what people's experiences and explorations are. And also check out at Awaken Agency as well. Yes. Yes. And Sage, I want to ask you my last and final question. At Fit Food Junkies, our motto is addicted to health. So what are you addicted to? I'm addicted to my workouts. I I will say just, they changed my life and I fell off the bandwagon a little bit this past summer because I had overcommitted and my workout started slacking. And I just really learned that working out is a non-negotiable for me. And when I, in the morning, ideally, yeah, in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because they don't happen for me. If I say I'm going to do them anytime later, but, um, I'm addicted to them because they change so much of my life and my my mind, my just mental strength, everything, my sense of empowerment, everything changes. 
Um, and I'm really just reconnecting to that commitment right now. Um, and I'm really learning the impact it has on my life. So I'm becoming re-addicted right now, but I truly feel like that has just been such a grounding cord in my life forever. Mm, yeah. I mean, me too. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. We're so that similar. Too. I miss my workout buddy. <laughs> I know. I, and it's, and again, it's like, if you're not a morning person or if you don't have time to work out in the mornings, like just find time in your day to make that yeah. happen. But it's just, it's a most powerful one thing I was going to say that I think is just worth noting is I understand some people are like, I hate the mornings. I don't want to be doing all these things in the morning. If you're a night person, do these things at night. Maybe you can set yourself up for an amazing day at night. You know, I mm -hmm. just, the morning is when I feel most alive and energized. And for some people that's at night and maybe this yeah. routine works really well for you as a wind down. And that nighttime is your foundation for the next day. That's okay too. Yeah. That's a, that, yeah, no, that's really interesting. And it's great to note for people, everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so proud of you and just absolutely love listening to every single episode of this podcast. And it's just such an honor to be here. So thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. It is such a privilege. I miss you and <laughs> I cannot wait to reunite, reunite so soon. And tomorrow I'm thinking about which one of your tips I'm going to try in my morning routine. Can't wait to hear, baby. <laughs> Thanks, baby. I'll see you so soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. I'd like to end the show with a quick shout out to Daily Crunch Snacks. It is a perfect snack for whenever you're on the go. The Golden Goodness Sprouted Almonds is my favorite one. The turmeric one, anti-inflammatory, tastes amazing. 10% off your first order. Check it out at dailycrunchsnacks.com. Thank you guys for joining the Fit Food Junkies journey with me.